what a privilege to be alive. Do you ever feel like life is hopeless and there is nothing you can do about it? I am about to encourage you and tell you a story of how God took me from nothing to something, to somebody that can actually encourage other people today. Hi, my name is Wilbert. I'm a preacher of the gospel. I'm a lover of Christ and I love people. I'm so glad you have tuned in. Today, I just want to give you my short story of how I came to know the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, I grew up with my dad and my mom in um, a rural area in the mid-1970s. That's when I was born anyway. So I grew up in the rural area and um, we were going to church. We were going to one of the traditional churches. And of course, you know how it is. It was not like I really understood God, but I'm very grateful for that particular church because at least they brought me closer to God. They taught me the word of God and I will forever be grateful for that. Then it happened that I went through primary school. I went through secondary school. 1993, I was doing A-level uh, first year. And uh, what happened is that I started developing some blisters i started developing some things on my face and uh, i would go to the hospital the hospital could treat me it was in and out of hospital i was in and out of hospital but i was able to go to school and then another thing that was happening is that somebody had promised to pay school fees for me um, in a level unfortunately they never did that at first in 1993 we were being chased away from school at the assembly the principal um, would just call out names of all those who were owing the school because my dad was not able to take me as far as A-level. He told me when I was done with A-level that, Wilbert, I'm done with you. I still have five more children to help to go to school. And in any case, that was not a problem because um, there was this particular uncle who had said that uh, he was going to help me go to school. Unfortunately, he was not able to pay. At first, I thought, oh, okay, fine. Maybe he will finally pay. Um, but it didn't work out like that until it was so embarrassing. That's why today I have a heart to help as many people as possible who need school fees because I failed to pay school fees. I went to that uncle's office several times and um, it was very disheartening. It was very, very disheartening. As I was going there, you know, I would just be given one story after the other. Do you know what happened? At the school where I was, it was a boarding school. At the school where I was, it got to a situation where uh, the principal knew me by name and everybody knew me that I was owing because my name will be called out. You know, everybody else ended up paying except myself. It was so shameful. But because I loved the school and I didn't know what else to do, I would still find my way into class. When I see the principal coming, I will get out of the class and run away. That was my life. Throughout 1993, the whole year, until I gave up. Then I went to talk to my auntie, who was staying in another small town, to say, please, please, can I come stay with you so that at least I will be able to go to night school with elderly people so that I can complete A-level. Because I had done first year, although I was being chased away all the time. Now, uh, the final year A-level, I needed to, you know, uh, attend evening school. Thank God my auntie and her husband they agreed to take me into their home so that I can do evening school. So 1994, I was going to evening school. There was one good Samaritan, a former 
teacher who taught me in secondary school, who helped me to buy some books. And also at that juncture, my dad had to sacrifice. He had to borrow. He had to come through and help me. He paid for evening school and uh, I managed to finish. But before I finished, there is something that happened. The devil struck me very badly. That time, of course, I was going to church here and there. I loved God, but I didn't know God. So I fell ill. I would fall dizzy. Sometimes I would feel like I'm paralyzed while I'm seated. I didn't know what to do. I went to different churches. I went to many white government churches. I went to different kinds of hospitals, government, private, all manner. Many people laid hands on me. I fasted. I remember another time I fasted and my auntie said to me, this is not good. My, my auntie was a very prayerful woman. She said to me, Wilbert, stop this fasting. You know, I had fasted so much that I was very thin. I didn't want to look myself up the mirror because what I would see in the mirror was very scary. That was my situation. Six months down the line, I could not be in school. Six months, I was not in school. Until in October 1994, a cousin brother of mine invited me to Mutare, you know, uh, to the church where he was fellowshipping. I went to that city, and I remember on the 17th of October, I arrived there, and the pastors prayed for me. But before they prayed for me, they said to me, did you receive Jesus as your personal savior? I said, no. I had explained to them what I had done, which churches I had gone to, and even another chair, you know, another time I had gone with one so-called prophet. We spent so many days going up mountains, fasting, praying, but nothing had worked. So they said, no, 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 no. They opened the book of Mark and um, they read to me and uh, where it says that um, they that believe shall lay hands on the sick and they will recover. They said, do you believe that if we lay hands on you, you will recover. I said, yes, I believe. They said, have you received Jesus as your personal savior? I said, I was born going to church. They said, no, we are not talking about going to church. We are talking about having a personal relationship with Jesus. Ah, I didn't know what to say. Then they helped me. They opened the book of Romans chapter 10, verse 17. And they were trying to let me understand that if I believe in Jesus and I confess with my own mouth that Jesus is Lord, then I will be born again. They helped me to receive Jesus as my personal savior. And they lay hands on me. What I liked about those pastors is that they were not shaking my head like those other so-called prophets. They just lay their hands on my head calmly. Can I tell you something? Immediately after that prayer, the heaviness on my head, which was causing me not to be able to read anymore, which was causing me not to go to school, the dizziness, the pain in my body, disappeared immediately <laughs> it's so fresh in my mind it's so fresh in my heart i'm so grateful for what god did for me i was instantly healed no pills no medicine no shaking no convulsions no nothing complete healing and deliverance took place from that day i became free so I remember going back home, uh, going back to the house. And I told my cousin brother and his wife that I'm completely free. But I said, I want to be prayed for again tomorrow. They said, no, you are already free. I said, mm, let them pray again. So the 18th of uh, for October 1994, I went again and they prayed for me again. They prayed for me again. They said, go and write your examinations. You will pass. Remember, for six months, I was no longer going to school doing A-level. 
And um, that was 18th of October. 21st of October, I was starting my A-level examinations. Guess what happened? I wrote accounting. I wrote uh, Shona. I wrote geography. <laughs> I would have passed the Shona, I'm sure, much more because it's my mother tongue. And geography, obviously, I would have passed it here more than accounting. But what happened then is I wrote Shona, then I wrote geography, and I finally wrote accounting as the last subject. So I had a little bit of time to prepare after my healing. So I ended up passing accounting more than all the other subjects. So I passed all the subjects, but my results were not that good enough to take me to the university. So I ended up having to go to a teacher's college. But guess what? Everything has just been building on. Beautiful things upon beautiful things. When I was in college, I played a major role there in the Christian Union. When I was a temporary teacher in the rural areas, I would get to a place and preach Christ. I would pray for people to be healed. I would pray for people to be delivered. I brought hundreds and hundreds of people to Christ. The reason, the reason why even today I'm still preaching the gospel, the reason why even with my band we have produced an album called No One Like Jesus, is because of what Jesus did in my life. Jesus sort of resurrected from me from the dead because I would have died. This God God is amazing. I just wanted to say to somebody, I don't know what you are going through right now, but I pray for you in the name of Jesus, that the grace of the Lord will come upon you, that the grace of God will lift you from that dungeon, that the Lord will remove you from that curse of dying young. You will not die. You will live and declare the works of the living God. I pray for you that in the name of Jesus Christ, every yoke of the enemy upon your life be broken now. In the mighty name of Jesus, may the Lord show you the reason why you should be alive. I'm telling you, serving God pays. Serving God is the most wonderful thing I've ever seen. I have every reason to celebrate God every day of my life. He saved me from death. He saved me from sin. He healed me when nobody else knew what to do with my life. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. May the Lord continue to bless you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May the Lord open your eyes. May the Lord open your ears that you walk with God and understand him. If you were not born again, I want you to pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, forgive me my sins. I know I cannot help myself. Save me, Lord Jesus, and fill me with your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for changing my life in the name of Jesus Christ. Congratulations. You are now born again. Look for a Bible and look for a Bible-believing church. Begin to go to church and fellowship with people that fear God. And your life is just beginning to flourish. Hallelujah. God bless you. Wilbert Mutoko signing out. Bye-bye. I'm also on YouTube as Dr. Wilbert Mutoko. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I would be glad to connect with you. I love you. God bless you.